We are back at the Shark Club. Agency Click presents Everything Film with Film Robot, Joe Leary and Patrick Shelton. Uh, broadcasting. And this the set is getting better all the time, is it not? Oh, fantastic. The, sh yeah. the show is looking better. If you've not checked it out, go to YouTube. Agency Click is the keyword, is it not? Yep, yep. We're joined by uh, Jordan Connor. Jordan Connor is a actor of some degree of prominence. You <laughs> might know him from Riverdale. Welcome to our uh, little show here. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Riverdale, for those that don't follow it or haven't got into it, um, it it's based on the Archie comics, but damn, it's dark. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely uh, a new take. I mean, for those who haven't seen it, it's, it's in its sixth season now, but uh, it's definitely a, um, a darker, more, you know, dramatic take on the Archie comics of old. Uh, it's not the same. It's not the same Archie you did, used to know. Did you have any Archie comics in your past? Yeah, I think growing up there were like there's always Archie comics around. Um, like my uncle was really he loved getting Archie comics. Like yeah. anytime going to the grocery store, or the gas station, you'd see them. You'd see them on the shelf and stuff like that. Um, so I definitely knew about Archie Comics, you know, reading a couple of the Double Digests here and there. I, I um, remember the, the debate was always Betty or Veronica. It was kind of like Ginger or Marianne on Gilligan's Island. It was kind of like that yep. debate. I always remember they used to talk about um, he's Archie always stayed the same age. <laughs> like, <laughs> like <Bart Simpson laughs> after like, he's like 30, a 30, 30 years of comics and they're still the exact same. So you play Sweet Pea. Tell us about Sweet Pea. Yeah, so Sweet Pea uh, is a character that kind of came onto the show in the second season. And um, interestingly enough, he's like one, if not the only character in the show that never appeared in the comics originally. And uh, so he's, he's one of the, um, one of the uh, motorcycle club members of the Southside Serpents, which is like the, the big motorcycle club in the show. And, and he plays the an like kind of the anti-hero antagonist character towards many of the lead characters in the show for the first part of the second season and then throughout the show he kind of amalgamates and becomes a part of the gang and um becomes one of the one of the team that's on kind of like the the, the good guys of, of of riverdale and so so that's kind of been the arc of of sweepy's character over the last few years and um and yeah it's just a re he's a really fun character to play he uh g he gets to do all the crazy badass fight scenes and stuff like that so um that's always fun to do i was curious to know as an actor what is the role that was more that you long for more to be the the heartthrob or the badass. <laughs> I think I think definitely playing the the bad guy or the badass is like a lot more fun. You get to have a lot more fun with it. You get to, you know, um, play a little more. Whereas I think when you're playing the heartthrob or the romantic lead, you're definitely letting the audience live vicariously through your experience. So it's it's more, you know, it's more. Um, it's, it's it just can be more fun to play the the, bla the bad guy sometimes. It's a, it, yeah. You know, it's a, you know what I'm just thinking about when I hear that is we had. I don't, you, do you know Alex Ponovic? You know, yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, I know. He, Alex. he said the exact opposite. He said, <laughs> oh, I'd yeah. like to stop playing the bad guy <laughs> and become like a the other side, like a cop or the good guy or the romantic lead. But it's, just, <laughs> it's a total opposite. I just read something on on Twitter today about a new role and he plays an evil guy. It's like, oh, again, no. that's what he does not yeah, want. Maybe I'm not sick of the bad guy yet. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. I think I think there's a thing now, like especially in cinema and, and, and television, like like having lead characters that are, you know, likable anti heroes or have like have a darkness to them I think is a big thing. So I, I like that. I like I like playing guys that have that are not necessarily one-sided or, or mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. just all, all good, all moral, because that can be no fun sometimes to play. He is Jordan Connor. You've got a large following. Uh, <laughs> and I'm guessing largely through Riverdale. That certainly doesn't hurt. Uh, what kind of feedback do you get? Are you getting marriage proposals? I know you recently wed. <laughs> yeah. But, but what, is the, what is the fan base saying to you? Um, well, you know, yeah, like uh, a lot of the fan base is from 
from Riverdale specifically. And I think, you know, that, that show has such a fan following and, and, and the fans more than anything else have been nothing but incredibly supportive and, and incredibly loving. And, um, and they just, you know, they, they always ask to see more of my, uh, my character, more of Sweepy, more of, um, yeah, more of me on the show. And, and I think they just, yeah, I think they want to see more development on, you know, some of the supporting characters on the shows, which one, one of the characters I play. And so, and they, they've been, been nothing but great. Supporting characters can really pay off well. I mean, the Fonz, Henry Winkler started off as <laughs> yeah. a supporting character, and yeah. he did quite well in Happy Days. Um, you sort of broke your leg into acting, didn't you? Because you I were did. not destined to be an actor. Yeah, well, uh, so, yeah, I started um, out of high school. I went and played football at the University of British Columbia for a couple years. Um, that was kind of like the, the, the choice I was kind of making out of high school because I did a lot of theater and I did a, a lot of sports. and ended up getting um, a scholarship to play at UBC. And so I went that route and played played football there for two years. And at the end of my second year, I ended up uh, getting hit pretty hard from behind, uh, broke my tib-fib. So my uh, shin basically snapped in half. And uh, definitely the worst pain I've ever felt in my life, worse than any audition rejection <laughs> I've ever had. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, so like that was kind of like my into acting because I had kind of realized that football was um, – yeah, was done for me. I didn't want to. I didn't want to pursue a career in it any longer. Like I had uh, s- several injuries, and that was the biggest one. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go go back and give acting a try. And, and so I kind of broke my leg to to, to get back <laughs> into acting. Was there full support from the family when you made that choice? Yeah, there really was. I think uh, I'm really lucky in that way that my family was was very supportive. And uh, you know, I had a conversation with my dad after after the leg uh, surgery and after I was walking up and up again, I had tried to go back to spring camp, uh, spring training and, and play again, but I just wasn't, you know, I wasn't as fast. I didn't have the same confidence as I had before the injury. And so I, I told my dad like, Hey, listen, I, I think I'm about, I'm thinking about pursuing acting and I'm thinking about going into a career in acting. And he was, yeah, he was really supportive. And he just say, if that's something you want to do, just go f- full on with it. Yeah. Give it your all. You uh, referred to uh, audition rejections earlier. Any of <laughs> any of us that have ever gone that route, and I d- never understood why in the audition room, if I sucked and I'm not going to get the part, just tell me. <laughs> don't don't go. Thanks. That's great. We've got your contact, right, Joe? Yeah, we'll we'll be in touch. I, I'm not going to get it. Well, I don't understand how you can live with that because you know when you've nailed something or you know when you've kind of, kind of mailed it in. Right. But um, do you, how do you face rejection and how did you deal with it in the, in the early days? Because I'm sure there was a bit of rejection early on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's still rejection every day. Like, <coughs> I, like I'll, I'd say I probably, I probably do, God, I don't even know, like 200, 300 auditions and I might get one. And so it's, it's definitely like... Um, there's a lot of rejection. There's a lot of, there's a lot of wondering why I didn't get something or why this or that and the other. And, you know, it's, it's interesting. Like I did spend some time working in, in casting and seeing on the other side of things that, you know, there are so many factors for why someone might not get something is because maybe they're too tall or they're too short or they, they, they look too much like another character who's already in the show or, or whatever it is. There's so many, there's so many reasons and so many, um, factors that have nothing to do with the person who yeah. they are as an actor that it, it, it you can't take it personally and so i've i've kind of learned over the years to to you know go in to an audition or uh, and give it my you know do what i want to do and do what i think is right for the role and if and if i don't get it then it just wasn't right and it just didn't suit and it didn't fit and and i move on but sometimes it's hard with the with like with the really big ones you know y- you mentioned something that's odd because again there's a part for everybody everybody can fit in some kind yeah. of role somewhere 
but height can be a factor. You're you're a pretty tall guy. Yeah, I'm six three. So they generally, if I'm in a group scene, they're putting me in the back. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it's interesting. Like you know, with film, like there's yeah, like I, I'm definitely on the taller side. I feel like, and so um, so I think that helps when I'm playing like the big brooding bad guy character. But also. Um, yeah, I think, I think there, I think there's, there's definitely room for everyone to have a role. Like if I, I tell anyone that wants to be an actor, if, if you want to pursue it for the right reasons, if you want to do it because you love it, um, like it doesn't matter. You don't have to be super handsome. You don't have to be, you know, like you don't even have to be super talented. I think if you work hard and I think if you care about the craft and, uh, and you, you know, put in a hundred percent, there's, there's, there'll be work for you. Well, I got cast on this film show because I know the guy that runs the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There well, you go. What if, um, <laughs> With Sweet Pea, sum it up in like a couple sentences. The character is it is it conniving? Is it like a loving guy that? Yeah, helps? I would say he's you know fiercely loyal to the ones he cares about and um, fiercely. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I, I backstabbing. He, he, no, as he, well? I, I, like I don't think he's a backstabber. I think he's got a heart of gold. I think he's like. I think he's you know like a like a puppy dog in a way of like he he's fiercely loyal and and if you if you try to hurt his family he'll 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 hurt you back kind of thing is like is is his kind of motto I think. What about uh, any Hallmark work? No Hallmark <laughs> work for me. No, I don't know. <laughs> are the, well, so what are, are what are your limits? I mean, do 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 you as an actor want to grow and expand your your repertoire and do everything, or are there some things that yeah that's just not my genre? Yeah, I think it depends. You know, I think. For me specifically, I've always been, so I kind of, uh, after breaking my leg, I went to a theater conservatory and studied theater for uh, five years. And and for me, character-driven story is the number one thing for me. Like whether it's sci-fi, whether it's, whether it were to be a Hallmark or a rom-com or, you know, whatever it is, I feel like as long as it's character-driven and as long as, um, as long as there's something to sink my teeth into in terms of like, in terms of the story and, and telling, telling a human experience, that's what I'm drawn to. So it's, you know, I, of course I want to do like crazy gore, gory horror movies and I want to do, you know, space films and all that kind of stuff. But like, I feel like as long as it's, as long as it's driven by like a primal human needs and primal human wants and, and it it can share a story that a lot of people can relate to because we're all people that that's something that I would love to do. So with the show you're on now, Riverdale, like, just a curious question just do they sign you for multiple years like they because you're saying it's six seasons so how do yeah. they know you're going to be around well it depends yeah so um yeah with the show like that it, it depends on each person's contract like i've uh, for me personally i've specifically stayed away from signing on to a long-term contract just because um yeah yeah i wasn't sure like i'm you know never sure how long the show's going to go and i also yeah i do i do play a supporting character and and for me personally, I guess if we're talking like career-wise, I want to be the number one on a show. I want to be the lead of a show. Um, I want to carry a, a, sh- a show or a film. Right. And so tying myself onto a show um, like Riverdale, where I am a supporting character, is not necessarily the best move for me if that's where I want to go right now. Because then, you know, if if you do do something like that from the business perspective of it, if you sign on for seven years, like that production and that show right. have essentially rights to you for those, for those years. So and so th- that was my second question. Like, so when you're on that contract, yeah. you, 
do they say you can't go on another? Like, you, could you go on another series and have a totally different character, or do they frown? It, on uh, that? Unless uh, only if they agree upon it, or if you negotiate it, and like everything's kind of negotiable, right? right? So, like for instance, I did um, in 2019, I did a show looking for Alaska where I signed on as a series reg on that one, and um, and they allowed me to do other things because we knew it was going to be a mini series. We knew right. it was going to be only eight episodes. And so it depends, like it depends show to show, but generally with a show that's, you know, running for seven seasons, so popular, they expect it to run for seven seasons. Um, and you sign a deal like that, you're, you're pretty tied on to that. So you're making a choice as an actor right. to go and be, you're, you're making a choice to, to dedicate your time and your essentially those years to that show with, without knowing whether or not you're going to be able to do anything else. What do you generally think people think of you as in film? Oh, that's an interesting question. I don't know. I don't know what people think of me in film. Uh, it, that's a hard one. I feel like I feel like I, I have all these preconceptions of maybe what I want to be or what I want to see myself as. And and I don't really know. Like, I think uh, I think as an actor, too, you're always kind of looking up and looking to the next thing. And, and so I generally I'm generally not thinking about how people see me. I'm, I'm looking at, oh, how I see other people, how I see where people are in their careers, where I want to be and stuff like that. So, yeah, that's a tough one. I don't know. I don't know how people see me. Maybe they see me. I, I don't know. I can't because <laughs> because you played football. Would you be interested in a sports movie? Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, I definitely would. I think um, like playing like doing something like a Friday Night Lights yeah. would be unbelievable. Yeah. I think just because, you know, I still have such a passion for football. I still have such a passion for sports and and to play an athlete. Um, Maybe play the Tom Brady story, huh? Yeah, I don't know about <laughs> that one. <laughs> well, the, the thing is, you get you, you know, even though you're young looking and everything, eventually everybody has to graduate high school, right? So the roles, yeah. like, and, and the CW and I'm sure all these places, they are the teenage, like, you know, they have that, right? That, that's kind of that age. Right yeah, it's there. interesting. Well, I think, you younger, know, right? like, especially with, with television, yeah. high school and television, like, the, the, the like when I was in high school, I was never as mature as, as the kids <laughs> in television. I don't talk like them. I don't like I, I didn't I didn't know as much as they knew. So I feel like, you know, it, I, it is a, it is a bit of a blessing that I can kind of look young and still play, still play kind of high school, college age characters and stuff like that. You uh, you got married recently. Yes. Yeah. What, I did. Uh, what does the wife think of Jordan mania? <laughs> um, you know, it's interesting because like. We've been together for uh, coming on nine years now. So long before I ever got any kind of like fame or recognition for my acting or anything like that. And she's an actor as well and she gets it. And so um, I've been really blessed that she's been nothing but incredibly supportive and loving and, and just um, just there for me through, you know, the ups and downs of being, um, of, ga of gaining success at like, you know, kind of a young age and stuff like that. And, um, and and yeah, we've kind of grown together in this industry, and that, I think that's been so important to our relationship. At the outset of COVID, uh, obviously the industry was halted, yeah. at least initially. What was your thought then? Do you think, oh my God, that's there? There goes my possible career. Um, a little bit. I think it was it was interesting because right when COVID hit, I I booked nurses. Mm -hmm. um, the uh, global TV show. And, and so we shot that for through the first six months of COVID and it felt like, Oh, I'm working through COVID. It's great. Like I'm really blessed to be working, but, but as soon as we wrapped on the show, I was like, Oh yeah, things have really slowed down. Things have really changed. And, uh, it was interesting, but I, I, I don't think I ever for a minute thought that, you know, my acting career would be over or something like that because, you know, if anything, entertainment and content for people just kind of blew up more because, people needed things to do at home and uh i don't think it's something that's ever going to go away i think people are always going to be want it going to want to hear and watch stories and and um and be entertained so well, it's, it's not going anywhere. tell us about nurses 
Yeah, so Nurses uh, season two aired on Global this last year um, and just wrapped up. And and yeah, so I play kind of, yeah, the opposite of Sweet Pea, I guess you could say. I play that love interest kind of good guy character on the show. Um, and yeah, his name is Mateo Ray. He um, He's like a, this experienced nurse that comes to the hospital in the second season. And he gets in a bit of like, I guess, conflict with the with the other with the other nurses there that have been there, but but soon he kind of like comes to be a part of the crew and um, and he plays the love interest of, of um, the lead character uh, who's Tierra Scobie, who's like an, uh, another uh, Vancouver actor. Um, and that was just such a fun experience shooting that show because yeah, I got to be someone totally different. I got to be I got to be the love interest. I got to be the romantic lead, and that was a lot of fun. What uh, What do you think the future holds for Jordan Connor? You know, it's uh, it's always up in the air. Like I can, it, it, as an actor, it, it feels sometimes like you have no control over your own career because you're just, you know, sending in auditions and going to auditions and, and you don't know what you're going to get next. But I think for me personally, um, definitely doing more film, whether that's independent film um, or otherwise, is something I really want to get into. And then also like producing my own stuff. I think um, through the pandemic, I've really started to um, love writing and editing and directing and stuff like that. So I've been teaching myself a lot of that stuff. YouTube is great for that. Yeah. Really, it really is. I taught myself like c c completely to use Premiere Pro by right. myself on YouTube. And, and so um, I have a lot of projects that I'm writing with my wife, I'm writing with friends, and uh, I just want to start producing those and making my own stuff as well. Just continue telling stories and see where that goes. Maybe play a Bond villain one day? Dream. It would be a dream. <laughs> yeah. By the way, I'm going to tell you, if uh, I don't know if you know much about football movies, but there's one in the 70s that I regard as one of the best films ever. It's called Brian's Song. Okay. And it's a weeper because it's based on a true story about two NFL players that bonded really closely together and then one of them tragically died. But if you want a good cry movie All right. and you're a football fan... <laughs> Brian's song. All right. I like it. Yeah. My, my favorite football movie is The Replacements, yep. which isn't yep. one of the best football <laughs> movies out there, but it was one of the first ones that made me want to play football. So got to love it. Well, yeah, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you because who did you represent? Who do you, who do you th see in, in, in NFL today that you kind of go, that's ah, kind of the player I was? Anybody in particular? Um, you know, I think I, I think I look at Chase Claypool a lot because oh, um, yeah. we're both wide receivers. Uh, Good habits for he kid. Was, Good habits for a kid. He yeah. was, you know, maybe three or four years younger than me. And I remember him, I remember going to like coaching uh, events where we'd coach the, the younger, the younger, the younger kids and he would be there. And I always knew that he was going to like pop off one day. And, um, but I see his work ethic. I see his drive. I see the kind of person he is. He's very kind. He's, he's very humble. And I just like to see that in, in the NFL, especially representing Canada, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you've been great to, to have us uh, here on the show, and I appreciate your time. And uh, hopefully we'll have you back again. Yeah. And maybe you will be the Bond villain then, huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll see. How do I people find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at uh, the Jordan Connor. Um, same on Twitter. And then on TikTok, I'm the real Jordan Connor. <laughs> the so, real? Yes. What, what do you do on TikTok? Nothing yet. No? I just got it. Nothing so crazy? we'll see. <laughs> we'll make some videos. Yeah. Uh, thanks for joining us, man. Cheers. Yeah. Thank you, guys.